No, I listen to it all the time. I tell all my friends to smack it wrong. Podcast can take mature content. The few simple expressed by the host are not necessarily those of the host. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to the number one wrestling podcast on Porn of the Smack and Raw podcast, where you're never sure if it's a standing 69 or a tombstone pile driver. I am your host, the patron saint of podcasting, the warden Matt Ritter, and I'm here with my co host this evening. She is the shaman of She Lead, host of the She Lead Showcase, host of Inside of Mind, host of Inside the Mind of, host of uh, what is that show that you don't do anymore? fuck you in the crowd in the crowd as well <laughs> she's the hardest working woman in wrestling podcasting today miss katie kinsey bay bay hey. and i am so confident that something is about to happen that i am going to during the show not like right now but like something <laughs> is going to happen during the show that i am willing to give someone one of you two a point if it doesn't happen, that's how confident I am that it's going to happen. Oh man! Before we do oh, that, man. oh man! Oh man! Uh, he is my co-host. He is my friend. He is the Sultan of Spitter Swallow. He is Daddy Delgado. Vince, how are you doing? I'm doing well, man. Thank you for having me back on the show. <laughs> I don't know why I answered that as a guest and not a co-host. What's up, man? What's up, man? Uh, how much, man? I'm doing good. Glad to be back. And Vince does not get the point. So, What's before point? I started this episode, I told Vince, you book the guests, you get to introduce them. Yeah, but I was... And I introduced I was, you. Yes, and I was And then we paused, you to... and you did not introduce the guests. So, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, from the Wednesday Night Wallop Podcast, AEW Recap uh, aficionados, we have Rylan and Kyle. Good evening. Uh, it's good to be here, guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm glad to have you guys on here. Honestly, Matt, this has actually been a long time coming. I've been trying to get both the guys from Wednesday Night Wallet to do a show. I went back all the way back in my Smack Raw days, and we finally got it to do it on the A-plus show, Smack the Raw podcast, making their Pornhub debut. I've been a guest on this show so many times. We've done the quiz show. We've done like recaps, everything. Like I've done Ryland sports show. So like this is a blast. This is a treat. I'm giddy like a schoolgirl, guys. Glad to have I'm you guys. I'm not here. the only. I'm glad I'm not the only one. <laughs> I'm glad that you made this happen because uh, yeah, no, it's it's nice having fresh new faces on the podcast to come do what we do here. And what do we do here for anyone who's a Wednesday night wallop fan who is like, what the fuck is this Pornhub podcast and why are they here? <laughs> We spit or swallow the week in wrestling. So the way the show works is I will run down news and rumors. And then after that, I'm going to go around the room this week specifically to Rylan, Kyle, Vince, and then Katie. And I will ask them a very specific question, spit or swallow. And they will tell me 
either swallow something they liked and something that they liked from the week in wrestling that they watched or spit something they didn't like. And we'll just keep going around until either everyone runs out or I decide that, you know, the show's gone on too long and I end it. So, uh, whichever comes first. News and rumors. Let's get into it. Vince, can you put the news and rumors thing up? Yes. Go ahead, man. There you go. Okay. Apparently, Brad Maddox has been married for 15 years. <laughs> and if you do the math, um, something in his life happened that there was video evidence of that you would not think a married man would do or have out on the internet. Now, I, I, I will say this. As a, a sex-positive podcast, we are on Pornhub and so on and so forth. I understand that there are open relationships. I understand that there are swingers and all sorts of things that could be going on. I just did not expect to read that Brad Maddox had been married for 15 years and had two children and then go back and do the math and realize all the other stuff that he did during that time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm yeah. not going to touch that. I'm not going to. I'll let y'all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nobody, no. nobody wants to touch Brad Maddox tonight? No. No. We didn't, <laughs> yeah, we're no, not never. No. Mm -mm. My, my man Brad Maddox is, is a permanent couch bound right now. Probably. Uh, also, Teddy Long got hacked and then blocked and then made a t-shirt. <laughs> Uh, or hacked and then blocked a bunch of people and then made a t-shirt to commemorate this occasion and make himself uh, trending for a little while. So shout out to Teddy for that. And uh, I was one of the few people that did not get blocked. Anyone else here not get blocked? I didn't. didn't get blocked. Rylan, Kyle, did you I, guys even check? I, I, no. I, che I checked. No, I, 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 we're, we're small fries right now. So. Yeah. Well, we'll get there eventually. I, I will I'm get blocked. Why the fuck am I the only one that got blocked? Then? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> what I even do? Okay, Vince, did have you did, when you, have talk, you ever made fun of a tag match? Have you ever made fun of a tag match or going one on one with the Undertaker? No, I've never. I've, I've been proponents of tag matches and <laughs> undertaking. Undertaking, I, I. <laughs> All right, listen, uh, Vince, I, I, I have a specific question for you because I have a feeling this is going to come up later. When yes. you talked to Young Kings Wrestling's TC and you asked him if he would be all right with us using sound bites so that we uh, weren't kind of copying what they do over there because they're good friends mm -hmm. of ours. We're very close. Yeah. Did you tell them that you were going to use sound bites from their fucking show? Uh, well, this I didn't. This is the only one I got. This is the only one I got okay. as far as I know. There's one sound bite okay. that they let me borrow. They just let me borrow one specific sound bite, so I got us uh, a blessing. Well, technically, I'm upset. Is theirs, so if they didn't let you borrow it, you stole that one. So I guess you can say there. I'm upset. So it fits. Um, <laughs> I had nothing to do with this Reek and TC. I apologize ahead of time. If it's no, an that's issue, all Vince. if it's an issue, I won't include that one going forward. <laughs> anyway, carry on. Uh, in sadder news, we found out today that Antonio Noki passed away. So uh shout out to the family of Antonio. Anoki, um, also New Japan and everyone else that's wrestled and worked with him. He's a WWE Hall of Famer. It's very sad news. So mm. very. It's uh, but uh, I'm glad that they addressed it on SmackDown. So that that was yes. nice to see. Like they worked fast to like create that banner thing, which yeah, I'm absolutely. sure it shouldn't take too long, but still, it's nice to see. 
word legend doesn't even describe. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's get into the meat and potatoes of the show. Okay, well, Rylan, let's kick it off. Spit or swallow. <laughs> spit. All spit. Right. What are you spitting? What's your first spit of the week, man? <laughs> you sounded so confident that you were like, I, I've got something. I, I it, it's, it's hard. It, um, the, the, the whole the whole Soraya promo. Okay. All right. It, All right. It, it was it was it was rough. It was really Speaking really rough. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I have a feeling that was gonna come back. Um, no, it was rough. I, I'm super I was super excited to see her come back. I like I was home in Winnipeg to to see it with Kyle. We popped huge. It was great, but it was not what you want to see on that first uh, that first promo uh, back. I think anyway, um, mm-hmm. and it just felt like a really awkward segment. I'm happy they got time. That was awesome. Uh, but even on commentary, it just, it felt, it felt, you know, spit worthy. Um, I'll go ahead, Katie. I was going to say that's, that's very true. I mean, putting all your women in one segment kind of fucking sucks, but it did lead to, I think it was like a 20, 30 minute match between Dave and Tony, which I will take. Yeah. I thought it was like more like 12 minutes. And it ended oh. with a pile driver off the second rope, and that was super dope. So, like, exactly. that was great. But yeah, just that that segment just yeah. I feel like I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna do the 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 CM Punk move and change the game here. I think um, I'm gonna have to gargle this. I don't know that I can spit it. I don't know that I can swallow it. I want to see more women's wrestling in in AEW, and. If we're throwing all of this out, then I don't know if we're... <laughs> Sorry, I'm just reading puns in my in the, in the feed. If we go. Um, if we're th- I mean, if we're throwing out uh, all of this stuff, like, I mean, at very least, uh, they're getting some time, which we haven't been able to say before, at least, for a mm-hmm. while. There's, there's been a long history of, especially on Dynamite, women not getting time and having a very specific block where they get five minutes to go. And, uh, but what can you do in that amount of time? So this was at least something, it was at least time, but yeah, I'm gargling for now. I mean, you picked up the whole concept of this podcast probably faster than anyone else. So props to you, Kyle. I'm with you on that because here's my deal. Yes. The promo was clunky. No, it was not fantastic. Yes. She tripped over words. Yes, she's rusty because she hasn't been in front of a TV and cut a non-scripted promo in fucking forever. But if we shit on this, then it's just going to justify all the things that they say about how people don't like women's wrestling and it's not worth the time. So you can't shit all over this because then they're not going to give us more. And the only way for this to get better is for the women to get more time and be utilized more. So I can't full-on spit this. Um, plus we, like you said, we got that fantastic fucking match, so I can't full on spit this. Uh, so I'm going to gargle with Kyle. <laughs> uh, the only Thanks thing I'm spitting about it, the only thing I'm spitting about it is the little subtle jabs at WWE. And I'm going to sound like a WWE shill here, like, but it's like, it's annoying because it's like, girl, like WWE had your back. Like they were, they, they supported you. Like it, it'd be one thing if they treated her like shit, but they didn't. 
Did so. you read what she tweeted though, where she said, "Me saying uh, having a boss that finally listens to me doesn't mean I don't appreciate everything WWE did." No, I didn't. Or I how they I, treated me? No, because I have page block. That's why. Oh well. Well, uh, yeah, no. <laughs> Again, her saying it's nice to have a boss that finally listens to me doesn't necessarily mean she didn't uh, appreciate everything that WWE did for her. And that's a stance that a lot of wrestling fans took that I didn't even understand. Like, I, I didn't get that. It's like, all she's saying is she had ideas. She brought them to Vince and Vince was like, no, I don't like that. Or I, I don't want to hear that shit. Like, <laughs> it is what it is. Doesn't mean I don't appreciate the money that they gave me, that they paid me when I was hurt, all the things like that she hated the time that she was there. She didn't say any of that. She's just like, it's nice to have a boss that actually listens to me now. And we know that Vince does have a habit of saying, yeah, come in and tell me. And then he'll be like, no, that's stupid. I'm not going to do that. And he doesn't listen to people. And she thought she had great ideas that he didn't listen to. So, yeah. and it's, you're it's going fair. to, okay. it's, you, it's, you're going to take, with, you're gonna take shots. Within that context, okay, fine. That's fair. But I, me personally, it just it, it felt like poor taste. But the way you're explaining, it, all right, you know what? I'll I'll gargle with you the, the promo because that and because it led to the match. And if it does lead to better women's wrestling, then fine, let's do it. Let's 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 have that some more. So so it left a bad taste in your mouth, but you're still gonna gargle it. You got to man, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> it's it's okay if it tastes bad from time to time. All right, uh, <laughs> Kyle, spit or swallow. Um. I'm gonna swallow Chris Jericho having amazing matches in the year of our Lord 2022. I liked you. I really did. <laughs> we're from Winnipeg. You can't. No, we're from Winnipeg. <laughs> look, look. Oh, bro. Vince, who did you bring on? This guy stinks. <laughs> <laughs> if you did not see the match this week between him and Bandito, it was very, very good. And you I, know I will, I will admit. Bandito's probably doing a lot of the heavy lifting in this particular match, and he's very he is very very talented. But I'm just I'm just saying, I'm not talking about Chris Jericho doing like the best. He's not doing the best work of his life, obviously, but he is still an impressive wrestler. He can still go uh, all this many years later. I think it's impressive. Like. I'm only going to disagree with you, Kyle, just for the simple fact that I I feel like I must. I have to be true to myself and the character that I've built up on the show. And because Jericho opened up Dynamite, I'm spitting all of Dynamite minus the women's section. Everything getting spat because the minute Jericho's music hit, I'm like, click. And I don't give a fuck what Warren Hayes says. I'm going to go ahead and spit the entire show because I'm spitting Jericho's existence. If you start the show with Jericho, I am not going to watch the show. Look, I'll, I'll acknowledge the man has done some fantastic things. And he's from Winnipeg. He's your hometown dude. You yeah. got to support him. I get it. I'm also uh, like I'm also from Chicago. So, you know, support to CM Punk, even though he's a total yeah. dick sometimes. You know, so I get it. I get it. You have to support a dick sometimes, you know, but... <laughs> As, oh, as, oh. As, as my gimmick I have to spit Jericho like especially because he beat Bandit so like fuck that here's the thing I'm not I'm not supporting the man I am supporting the wrestling that's all I'm saying like here's the thing <laughs> in, especially in this business if we have to support every person who's out there doing good work it's going to be a long long it's going to be a hard time let me tell you yeah, I'm still spitting Jericho, man. Like, <laughs> I 
let's, let's so, do it. So I've got nothing on the match. However, uh, Luigi Primo and Anna Jay get a swallow. Everything else gets spit up until Daniel Garcia getting embarrassed and then attacking Jericho or getting ready to attack Jericho, Daniel Bryan coming down. All of that I enjoyed. So because he's part of this, I have to go with that. I, I guess I have to give Jericho a little bit of swallow. Like he is helping get Daniel Garcia over and pushing him forward. And hopefully Garcia is the one that beats him for the ring of honor title. So mm-hmm. I will give him at least that little bit of credit. Um, but that's about as far as I can go. Mm-mm. That's fair. He gets nothing. <laughs> he gets nothing. Not a, not a damn thing. I fucking can't stand Chris Jericho taking up all this goddamn TV time with him and the Jagoffs. Big shout out to Anna Jay and <laughs> Tamello for looking beautiful in those suits, though, because goddamn, they're rocking better than everyone else there. What? I was going to say, for those of you who don't know, uh, Jagoff stands for Jericho Appreciative... Uh, what was it? Group of fine fellows. Yes. Okay. Jericho's appreciative group of fine fellows. <laughs> yeah. We should put that yes. on a t-shirt. Also, uh, shout out to Ty for seeing a box of pizza and being like, I'm having some pizza. I That would literally, if I had to deal with Chris Jericho, I would just be eating pizza the whole time. I wouldn't even <laughs> want to be there. Like, I can't. I can't. I really can't. My co-host who is in the chat loves Chris Jericho. I cannot stand it. She's she look, she she is being forceful. There's no consent. I do not consent to swallowing Jericho. And she's like, I you're gonna swallow Jericho and you're gonna like it. That sounds that that doesn't sound okay. Katie, you need to get Savannah in check because that's not okay. That's not uh, healthy um, behavior. First of all, she's grown, she can do whatever the fuck she wants, and we're not on my show. So <laughs> No, <laughs> you're gonna swallow um, Jericho and you're gonna like it. Apparently, Vince. No, no, fuck all that. Shout out to Jesus, Savannah, Bakley, Allison, and Travis, who may have left. Uh, everyone in the <laughs> yeah. chat tonight, um, we appreciate you. And if uh, Tim doesn't show up, he's on my shit. He's on my list. So, uh, yeah. Bakley, let him know. He said he was gonna be here. He better fucking be here. Vince, know. spit or swallow. Okay, I think the biggest swallow of the whole week is the return of the Poison Pixie, Candice LeRae, showing up on Monday Night Raw, having a match with Nikki Cross. I mean, Nikki A-S-H, A-S-H, Jesus. Fumbling over my words, I'm so flustered at the fact that I saw Candice LeRae back on wrestling. And if you saw after the match, Nikki Cross looked like she took off her mask. She was, like, defeated, like... I think that could lead to something where it could like have her become her next character or something, or like a mixture of like Nikki Cross or like a di- dial down version of it. So I liked what that implied, what that led for Nikki. And then she also had a conversation with Bailey, which that's a dream match of mine Bailey versus Candice Lee. So just seeing her, I love it. That's the, my biggest swallow of the whole week. I know there's, there's a second one, but I'm saving that for men. Yeah, I'm saving that one specifically for Matt. I'm gonna uh, K- Katie and I talked about this. Both of us saw like Poison P- Pixie on the Titan Tron music play, but like it took a minute for our brains to compute as to what the fuck was actually going on. I was so shook. My br- I like malfunctioned. Our brains. So I was like, "There's," I was like, "There's no shot. There's no fucking way Candice is here." Oh my god, it's Candice Lorray. I lost my mind. I love women's <laughs> wrestling, and I love Candice. So the fact that she's back. And she's 
more than likely going to be on team Bianca for war games. And that means we can possibly get crazy Nikki cross back to join damage control. So that way it's four and four. Ooh. It works out perfectly for everybody. I like that. Katie, yeah. this is why I always bring you on straight talk to do fantasy booking shows. Like I'm a fucking love- genius. I know <laughs> <laughs> you're an evil genius. I love it. Um, I I like it because I feel like Candace can replace Bianca because they, if they're still gonna do brand versus brand, which they never said they weren't going they're, to do. Mm, okay, look, they're, but they're probably here. good. It, it would make the most sense though. Like, yes. that's the women's feud you have right now that has multiple women right involved. Now. Yes, but right. You're now, not gonna have. But, do you see the time? They're not gonna have enough fucking time to do this a good war games match and try and build other people. No, Survivor Series. That's in November. They got two months. They've done. They have, they've they done have more with one less month. Time. It is October here. They have one month. Um, but I no, still like, got it, twenty this, minutes until it's October. This makes the most sense. <laughs> you have Io Dakota. Well, Dakota wasn't really in the war games. She kind of just fucked up Deegan Knox. But Io, Candice, in war games, fuck, mm-hmm. bring Rhea in too. Rhea and Candice were on the first winning team for war games, and have Rhea be the fourth for damage control. So like, having people for, with experience, it'll probably be Nikki Cross with the way things are going. I'm thinking Nikki exactly. is number four for them. Yeah, exactly. I, I'm thinking that I'm, I agree with that. But my idea is like you can still do Bianca versus Liv or Bianca versus Ronda, depending on how that goes. Extreme rules, and then have Candice be the one because like Bailey's going to challenge for the title, but obviously she's not going to win it. They could pivot very quickly and subtly to Candice versus Bailey, and then have Bailey like go back to uh, Bianca later down the line. Similarly to what they did with Seth and Bobby Lashley last week, where it was just a quick pivot, but then they went right back to uh, he who shall not be named. And I'm not talking about Dexter Loomis. But yeah, I don't know. It's just a thought. It's just a thought. I just still want to see get. Uh, I still want to get champion versus champion. You know? As much as I can. That Roman versus Roman match can be fire. <laughs> there was- <laughs> It's just gonna be the him. And, him and, be great. No, no, no. It's just gonna be Roman in the in the middle of the ring, just jerking himself off, and like that's gonna be himself. That that's Take all that's gonna happen. <laughs> there you go. Damn it. Who the fuck do you think you are? Do you see what he is? This man is drunk with power. I'm not drunk with power. What are you talking about? It seemed like you were doing Katie. something, so I'm like, let me help pivot the show. Well, yeah, because you it's talk a lot, so I thought I had a second. Katie, <laughs> spit or swallow? Uh, I'm going, since we kind of brought her up, I'm going to swallow uh, EO versus Bianca. Because, bro, match. We, we've seen it before, I think, in some aspect in NXT, but these are two of the best women on the roster, point blank, period and slapped it did everything it needed to do it's continuing this basically blood feud at this point between the three of them and damn like bianca bliss oscar and damage control that's all i need women wrestling and taking up as much time as they fucking want oh yeah oh yeah fantastic like didn't damage control get like three or four separate segments individual segments throughout raw and then also showed up on smackdown like they're everywhere they're the bloodline uh, yeah. of the women's division. Well, they're—I mean—they're the female shield. So that too, they're just a dominant faction. 
I like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shout out to Faction. Shout out faction to Faction. That's something you never say, Kyle. <laughs> That's I'm the Faction guy. Wait, are you trying to say that Ron is not a Faction guy? No, he you knows full well I am. No, no, he knows full well I am. We 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 have this argument every time we uh, we play 2K together. All right, I've got yeah. 40 factions. 40 factions. All the factions. Just give me all the so, factions. So you're AEW. Yeah, yeah very, <laughs> much so. very much so. That's okay. It makes sense. It makes sense. It all makes sense. <clears throat> and back to Ryland, spit or swallow, sir. I, <laughs> I, I'm. Uh, it's going to be more Chris Jericho, but I really love that opening segment. I, uh, th- I listen. I know that there's a lot of flack with him getting the Ring of Honor title, but yeah. if he's going to use it to put young guys over or have great matches, like me and Kyle think he has, then I have <laughs> no problem with it. Um, the, sh- the show itself doesn't have a TV deal. If they want to keep it relevant, keep it on TV. I don't necessarily, I didn't necessarily want Claudio having the belt taken away from him, but like if you have an idea with Jericho, and I think the idea could eventually lead to Garcia maybe getting the title down the road or, or what, whatever, whatever it ends up being, like Jericho's a big star. And I'm not just saying that because I'm from his hometown, and I, you know, like <laughs> I again, think you are. I don't. <laughs> it's a little bit of that. It's a little bit of that. Um, um, but no, like it was one of those moments too where like me and Kyle really liked Dynamite this week. Last week, we didn't really care about it. it like we, th- we thought that the Jericho moment was cool and mm-hmm. Soraya was cool. Soraya, sorry, Soraya. They've corrected us. Please um, say it correctly. Um, Soraya. But but other than that, we 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 pretty much shit on the show. But Jericho is always going to be something, or at least right now. I don't know. I think he's having a really great year, uh, and this is just kind of like the the culmination of it for me. I'm excited for him and Danielson in Toronto. I think that's going to be a hot crowd. So I'm going to swallow that opening segment with Chris Jericho and the match. I'll take it all. I actually. So what I do, and this is kind of how I knew that Vince was going to fuck up the intro and not introduce you guys, is on my way home, I practice all of the intros that I do, right? And while I'm doing that, I'm listening to podcasts, and I was actually listening to your guys' latest podcast, which dropped today, which everyone should go check out, where you talked about how you guys, you know, didn't really like most of the show and all of that. But yeah, absolutely go check that out, because I was listening to that. But as I was doing that, I got to the point to where I was doing the introductions, and I paused after I introduced Vince so he could. Int- I'm like, he's not gonna fucking do it. I'm gonna have to do it. Just watch. <laughs> it's true. I okay. The way that it processed in my head was he's introducing me, and I was like, Vince, why don't you introduce our guest? I, I don't know. I thought you were gonna like. You know throw what's me weird to me though? Natalie or something. <laughs> like, not to get off subject. You know what's weird to me though? Like, yes. you don't. You wait to get prompted to introduce people after I say you've got to introduce them, yet for whatever reason, you don't wait to get prompted to just tell Katie to move on with the show when you're not hosting. <laughs> I, I don't listen. Say, I don't answer to him. I guess he could say I got a little ex- overly excited is all. That's all. That's probably what, that's all it is, guys. Okay. Got a little mm-hmm. overexcited. It happens, you know? Everybody gets a little too excited and just like... And just like Kyle Spitter Swallow. Um, I'm gonna we're gonna keep it Canadian here. I'm swallowing everything that Sami Zayn is doing right now. Yes. More more Sammy and the bloodline. I want more. I want I want him and the bloodline in war games. Yes, I think we're heading down that yeah, path, thankfully. The direction we're going. And 
I think it's great. I think um, I'm very interested to see where they go with this, whether it because you feel like he's going to get kicked out eventually. But who's going to be the person who's going to do it? Is it going to be is it going to be Jay? Is it going to be Roman? Um, I'm excited to see because, you know, I feel feel like for a while, as much as I enjoyed uh, Sami Zayn's WrestleMania match, as ridiculous as it was, I I did get a kick out of it last year. I really do miss Sami go NXT Sami a little bit. I would really love to see. I don't know if he has that kind of match left in him, but if he does, I would really love to see him get a a 20 minute shot at, you know, Jey Uso or a title shot at Roman. I don't think he's going to beat Roman, obviously, but I feel like he should. I think he should, man. Those two would have a great match. Or if you were going to have somebody snap Sami Zayn out of this, have it be Kevin Owens. So I have a couple theories to that. One being that, and I, I know Katie heard me say this. I don't remember what group chat I said in, but Solo Sokoa is siding with Sammy to drive the bloodline apart so that way he can get revenge for them leaving him behind and the whole reason Ooh. his name is Solo Sokoa. So he knows that Jay hates Sammy. That's why he's sided with Jamie that, Sammy. That's why they're all buddy-buddy. That's why he helped him beat AJ Styles on Monday so that AJ could get stomped by the executioners, Judgment Day. <laughs> Why they were hanging out, they had their tag match. You know, also, I'm swallowing everything that happened between Jay and Sammy tonight on SmackDown backstage. That was all fantastic. So that is one theory. The other theory is we saw a little interaction tonight between KO and Sammy. Maybe this is some crazy, evil Canadian scheme that they've cooked up where Sammy's <laughs> infiltrating the bloodline so that KO can get his shot that he said he wanted at Roman or that they can take down the Usos and take the tag team titles off that. I don't know if there's a bad, I don't know if there's a bad idea in that collection. I, give me I, don't, I don't hate it, but I, I'm not like, oh, I'm not into the, the idea of like that being solo. I, I, I just want Sammy to like get like that Kofi Daniel Bryan moment and then eventually like maybe Jace should be the one to like leave first since he was the first one to join and he's the one that with the resentment with the whole same stuff i have no idea what you're talking about listen uh his name is solo sokoa his whole story was he's the street champ who got left behind and left out of bloodline then they brought him up it makes perfect sense and i've been saying this if anyone should be the one to go up from that bloodline and challenge roman it should be solo uh secondly if sammy wins anything it's not going to be against roman he's not beating roman for that championship as much as i love sammy However, Sammy and KO taking out the Usos and KO getting that tag team championship that he wanted would be fantastic. And also, just imagine the pure shock in everyone's face when you realize that this whole time, Sammy has been the one trying to drive the bloodline apart and cause problems. And it's not that he's getting kicked out, but he's turning on them when everyone expects him to get kicked out. I mean, Jay Uso's got hella PTSD, so... We're just kind of waiting for the snapping point when he just pops off on everybody. And that's going to lead to him and Jimmy somehow losing the titles to who I don't know yet. But it's going to lead to that. It's You can see it in the background. Sammy might be the main focus of the bloodline right now, as he should be, because he brought new life to the bloodline. Yes. But watch Jay Uso in the background. 
every time they're on screen. That man has the most pissed off face nine times out of ten. He got cut off by Roman last week. Um, was screaming at Sammy to rip, take his shirt off, the Bloodline shirt. Was so eager to rip that shirt off that man. Strip and him. Maybe he just him. wanted it. Like, I think he just really wanted to see Sammy take his shirt off. Is all. No. no, the and- fervor with which Jay strips Sammy is the fervor with which Jesus is going to strip you when he comes back to Chicago. Because the only person I ever want to see someone stripped more than Jay wanted to see Sammy stripped of that shirt is Jesus in the chat. Yeah, Jesus yeah. every week. Like, wait, actually, this is the first time this week. This like, is this why is- I'm proud. See, this is this is what you call prompting, Vince. See, I say it, and then he'll be in the chat talking about it. That's how interaction with the crowd works. Leading. Keep hanging uh-huh. out here. I'll teach you things. I got you. <laughs> I was just about <laughs> to say. Sure you were. Sure you were. Uh, Vince, spit or swallow. Uh, speaking of Sami Zayn, uh, let's go back to Monday Night Raw and the fantastic match that I thought he had with AJ Styles. I thought they had a really good match. I, Sami Zayn still goes in the ring, Kyle. Like you were saying, like I think he can still perform fantastically. It's just that with this heel role that he is in now, he's more kind of like a chicken shit heel. And if you go, if you just like let him be a little bit more dominant or resilient, like he was with NXT or his initial call up with WWE, we forget like he, he had a banger of a match with John Cena, you know, bagging banger after banger. Like that's who Sami Zayn is, you know. But well, that's who Sheamus is. Wrong redhead. Uh, I think it, it might be a redhead thing. No, that that's why that's why Katie always drops like fantastic episodes. Isn't Katie a redhead too? No, no. Oh, that's such a turn. You uh, met her in person. My hair is dark red. Yes, I'm not a right ginger. now. Exactly. What is your natural hair color? My natural hair color is brown. Yes, you're a brunette. Yeah, so I'm she's a, a but she's a redhead now. Like she's a redhead now. Calling you technically a redhead would be like saying Eva Marie's a redhead. Like Eva Marie's not a redhead. <laughs> She is. That's not how that works. Technically. Technically. Uh, Why'd you bring up Eva Marie, though, man? Come on. That's uncalled for. Because that was the first person with, like, really fucking red hair that popped into my mind. That's not real. Yeah. I don't hate gingers, Bakley. Bakley is one. And Bakley does drop banger after banger. So, shout out to Yeah, and I don't hate gingers. Um, Bakley. Anyone else got anything on Sammy versus AJ? No. Hell of a night. All right. yeah, they're both Katie very good. Swallow. <laughs> Katie Agreed. Swallow. Um, this is for you, Matt. I'm just spitting Riddle's existence. And the fact that he won a match. Like, who let this man win? Who who's letting him win matches? Who said it? Why why do we let this happen? He needs to get his ass beat. Like beat. By Seth in that fight pit, shut him up for good. He's the reason Randy's still out because he had to carry that goddamn tag team for so fucking long. That's why Randy's back is in severe pain still. Fuck Matt Riddle. That's all I, I I agree one hundred percent. You all know over here it is hashtag Ritter over Riddle. Um, however, I will swallow the fact that he got stomped after the match. Mm-hmm. And that also this led to Edge coming out. Not good for his neck, by the way. Terrible idea. Uh, listen, your neck is 
one move away from just being completely oh. destroyed. And the curse of Riddle is real, bro. Like, do not throw your lot in with him. Nothing good has ever happened for anyone who has teamed up with Matt Riddle. Randy Orton may never wrestle again. There are a lot of questions about his back. If you look at the history of all Riddle's tag team partners in WWE, no one is doing well. Edge, for your own safety, for the future of you spending and doing things with your kids, don't fucking do this. Um, I, think, I think my favorite thing about the Riddle, uh, the Riddle curse that you said was that like Pete Dunne is not Butch. I think that's my favorite uh, one you've ever seen. It's like the uh, curse of Matt Riddle. <laughs> but uh, you were gonna <laughs> you were gonna say something else though, Matt. Like oh, about... I'm also swallowing the fact that because of this, we got Edge versus Finn at Extreme yes. Rules. Yeah. So, so I I guess you know Bobby Lashley needs to steer clear. Like he's 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 doing the wrong thing then, right? Because like you're talking about Edge, Bobby Lashley did the same exact thing this week. Uh, so that 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 is also another spit and related to is them bonding. However. Bobby did kind of tell Riddle we're not cool like that. But go do your thing because I also don't like Seth. So what's like dang it, Bobby. That's exactly Seth. what we don't want. <laughs> we don't want Bobby. <laughs> we don't want Bobby. That's the one thing we don't want. Don't, don't interact with Riddle, man. That's the one thing. One thing. You had one job. Other than that, you're doing great. You're doing great, dude. Katie, what were you gonna say? For uh, Hank Hill, I don't know. Vince is fucking sound worth their mouth. I don't know. <laughs> All right, back to Ryland, spit or swallow. Uh, I'm gonna swallow all this uh, this white rabbit stuff. Uh, the last few weeks of just following it has been so much fun. Like it, it makes you pay attention to the small things in wrestling, and that's wrestling fans. I mean, like I, I mean, I can't speak for everyone, but myself, and I know, and I'm sure I can speak for Kyle. We love Easter eggs. We love shit to look for like that. And this is, it's like it leads you to do a different direction every week. And I mean, hopefully, it's going to end next Saturday at Extreme Rules, because now I'm getting to the point where I'm like, I, I gotta know, I gotta know. I saw a, a thread online this week that somebody said it was going to be Edge, and I was just like, don't do that to us, please, don't do that to <laughs> us, because Vince would have done that to us. If it's Edge, that might be the equivalent of Rey Mysterio coming out at number thirty instead of Daniel Bryan. Yeah, like, well, th thankfully it's not. Thankfully he he returned and challenged Finn, which I mean I, I'll swallow that too. That that's that's I'm excited yes. for that. An I quit match, sure, take my money. Like I never thought that I'd, I'd say that I was going to watch Extreme Rules this uh, it, like a, six months ago. If you would have asked me if I would watch would be watching Extreme Rules, I'd be probably saying no. And I'm excited for this show next week. So oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Consider my Jesus titillated. Stop that. <laughs> I the White Rabbit stuff is probably the most entertaining thing in WWE right now because it is something you have to look for, and it is going to be Bray Wyatt. If it's not, then that is the biggest wasted opportunity ever. Um, but Matt tweeted it. I want the White Rabbit to appear on Halloween. Ooh. Halloween Ooh. is on Monday. That's yeah. some good shit right there. That I like. That's that. all. That's all Matt's doing. I'm just reiterating it for him. Uh, they said that we might get the reveal of who it is at Extreme Rules, but he might not actually be there. I think if Bray is it and he shows up, it should 100 be on the holiday Halloween edition of Raw. Um, however, as a giant Bray Wyatt fan, if you can't tell from me hugging the figure and just everything behind me, 
Um, I don't want to get my hopes up and be disappointed, so I'm going to stick with the theory we came up last week that it's B Rabbit. <laughs> from eight mile so yeah uh, that's a great theory i love that one i hope it's that one actually in character in gimmick i'm getting ready for a mom's spaghetti match yeah but yeah no the fact that they've been doing this the qr codes all of the like yeah. the fact that everyone's digging in and like looking at the source code of the fucking videos and finding things in there and it take you like it's insane it's cool it's one of the coolest most interactive things for the fans that wwe has done in a long time mm -hmm. leading to your anticipation of a return hell yeah i concur kyle spit or swallow i feel bad about this one this is something i've been swallowing for a while but i think it's turned sour on me dexter loomis you gotta do something i'm I am at the point now for as a person who is really enjoying, uh, who's enjoyed this return, I think they've played it perfectly. I think um, having the initial reveal uh, on Raw was fantastic. I've always been a fan of the character because I do think, especially his uh, feud with the um, Undisputed Era when it was when it was really popping, just having Roderick Strong and guys like seeing ghosts and stuff, it was really, really fun. And I feel like the, the, the idea of him toying with the Miz has been fantastic, but I'm at the point where they we need to go somewhere. I, I mean, I might, I might be impatient, but I'm ready for them to for something to happen. I can see why people say that, and it's it's a very valid point. I'm not 100 percent disagreeing with you, but it's so right up Dexter's alley to be dragging this out for so long. I knew as soon as they showed Miz with whatever he called his security team and there was the goalie mannequin, mm. I knew Dexter was going to be in that and I couldn't wait. It's little things like that that I I mean, it, it's in the anticipation of like, show up. He cut a hole in the ring with a knife last week like you didn't really expect that and if you did good on you but it's little things like that that you at least i like am okay with it going on a little longer eventually it'll lead to something probably at extreme rules but probably do something on the kickoff if i were to guess yeah but i'm okay with it so here's my thing um I said this last week. I honestly don't need to see a Dexter versus Miz match because I'm never excited for a Miz match. Not that I have an issue with the Miz. It's just the idea of a match with the Miz does not get me excited. If you tell me I'm going to get Dexter versus Ciampa, I'm all in. However, everything that I love about Dexter Loomis does not necessarily have to do with his win-loss record or the matches no. that he had in NXT. It's about everything he's doing now. And I would be perfectly content... Uh, with my number one male wrestling man crush, Dexter Loomis, just continuing to torture The Miz for the rest of eternity, <laughs> beating up random security guards and then cuddling him to sleep in a creepy yet semi-sexual way on Raw every week and finding new ways to do it. Like, I'm perfectly good with that. So, uh, But if we're going to do a match, I, I, I'm much more excited for Ciampa versus Loomis, and I hope we go there first. Than I am Miz versus Loomis. Not that it's going to be a bad match. It's just like I said, Miz doesn't get me excited. Kyle, all I got to say is this, man. Oh, brother, this guy stinks. I don't think you have room to talk because you disappeared. 
<laughs> by that remark that I got up and left. I had to regather myself. I am like, <laughs> walk to the kitchen, drink some water, take a deep breath, do some yoga, some steady meditation before you come back here and last shout at Kyle because he's a fantastic person. But everyone has flaws, you know. <laughs> uh, the only match I want to see Miz versus Dexter Loomis in is not a Trick or Street fight. I actually hope Trick or Street fights never come back because that is a terrible Vince McMahon gimmick, and I don't ever need to see the pumpkins and the bullshit. However, if we do what they did with Dexter Loomis and Cameron Grimes in his House of Horrors in a Ooh, cinematic match, yes, that I could be for. Mm-hmm. I need his bendy, creepy ghoulish zombie sisters writhing all over the Miz and Maurice getting mad and talking about his tiny balls um, and saying that he's cheating. I need him to go through the house like Carmelo Hayes and Trick did, just being terrified. I need all of that. Um, And Savannah, Vince leaves every episode at least once, if not twice. Um, We used to say it was to get a blowjob, but now I think he's just, you know, masturbating furiously and then coming back. uh, Well, We're talking about Dexter Loomis. It's only natural that one might do such a thing. Uh, I would like to see a Buried Alive match between Dexter Loomis and Miz to write Miz off of television. I think that'd be interesting. I actually wouldn't be uh, I wouldn't be upset with a Buried Alive match with Dexter Loomis either. Like that's like such a turn. But it's got to be a gimmick match. It can't just be a straight up one on one. Oh, yeah. no, it's got to be oh. obviously Buried Alive casket ambulance something where Inferno. Dexter locks. Oh, Inferno. I like Inferno. Oh, uh, wow. I really just shouted it out. Well, thank um, you. <laughs> here's, a, here's a question for you that I do want to ask, though, because I'm sort of curious about it myself. I, I, I go back and forth on it. Do you want to see him and Indy Hartwell paired up again? Yes, only if Indy... I said from the jump after Dexter kidnapped... Miz, I wanted Indy to kidnap Maurice because I thought that, that would have been cool. Yeah, but so if you bring her up and have her be with Dexter, I I want her to be like Dexter. I don't want it. That's fair. I don't want her to be because like she doesn't really have a character right now, as well especially right now. She's not on TV right now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like she doesn't. She's not doing anything. So See, I, was I think say- it'd be cool. Go ahead, Katie. I'm sorry. No, that that I just I think it would be interesting only if it's in like that capacity. Yeah. Uh, what I was gonna say is yes, but only in the backstage passing sort of thing. Like I don't need this to be an in-ring unless you do the Miz and Maurice, and you could do an intergender buried alive match, which would be interesting, it would be a first or something along those lines. But as far as like an on-screen couple in ring doing things i don't really need that occasional segments backstage and stuff like that like we got in nxt that i'd be okay with uh vince i think it's on you spit or swallow oh shit it's on me where um i'm swallowing everything involving judgment day this week because like they were great uh finn still like being persistent you know like consent is key finn but like it sounded like he was gonna force aj to like accept judgment day's offer one way or another and i kind of like finn being this aggressive even though it's i don't condone the actions but i like an aggressive finn balor and if the rumors are to be believed that he's going to get a more of a push towards the upper car, uh, upper card, I'm all for this. 
Plus, Rhea Ripley, Dominic Mysterio, Damian Priest, everything. Like, everything this week, Judgment Day, they're starting to feel more and more serious. And they're starting to be taken more seriously by me. So, I'm loving everything Judgment Day. It's all in all, though. They're all beautiful people. Okay. Katie, spit or swallow. Um... Unless you want to talk about, uh, you know, how Dom and your hands have things in common. Well, it's not just my hands. It's me, well, too. <laughs> uh, yes, but specifically you say that these hands are bisexual and everyone can get them. And exactly. some of the things that we've learned from Rhea is that uh, if Dom wants mommy, he gets mommy. If he wants poppy, he gets poppy. And much like your hands, he likes to be all over Rhea Ripley. So mm-hmm. what I would give. Who? What kidney do I have to sell? Is there a person who wouldn't? I, find me someone. Um, besides Rhea, because that's a given. Um, everything uh, Panda Express, so Johnny Gargano and Kevin Owens. Them as a tag team, my yes. favorite. Them on SmackDown with Drew, where Johnny looked like a very small child compared to Drew McIntyre, which threw me off so much. I was like, there's no way Johnny's that small. And lo and behold, he's that tiny. But it's... I love everything about this. Kevin and Johnny go way back. Back to PWG. They've wanted to tag together for so long. That's how they kind of did like the Pan Express thing. And with Drew, I, I missed the first hour of SmackDown. So like, I don't really know how that all came about. But I'm happy with what I got. Because that's a great team. And you also, like, throw Chad Gable in the mix. Yes, Matt? Fuck Austin Theory. That's how that came about. Oh, okay. That's fair. Um, fair point. Um, but then you throw Chad Gable in the mix. Otis is there, too. But Chad Gable is a gem in in the ring, on the mic. Everything Chad Gable is doing is just helping elevate all of this. Everything KO, Johnny, Theory. But, like, nobody gives a fuck about theory. But, like, so as much as I'm swallowing Johnny and KO everything this week, very special swallow to Chad Gable for being modern-day Kurt Angle. The way he answered uh, Braun Strowman on Austin Theory's phone on Monday was hilarious. He's like, uh, shoosh, please? Please? Like he was scared, he was still dropping the catchphrase. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm with you, Katie. Uh, KO and Sammy are fantastic. That match on Monday, that tag match, fan fucking fantastic. I loved it. Everything was fantastic, great about it. The chants were chanting KO, like, but in the Olay Sami Zayn El Generico style, like, chant. Everything was great. I love this. KO, 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 KO. Yeah, love it, love it. I always, I always thought, and this is me getting into like a minor fantasy booking thing. I feel like it was a missed opportunity not to get a Chad Gable and Drew Gulak to work together. I feel like they have the same like dorky energy and the same technical prowess. I would like to see them work together in some capacity. I'm not sure what. We get a PowerPoint presentation. I'd be fine with that. A PowerPoint presentation. You know what? He can you know be what? a teacher in the Alpha Academy. And his and his uh, special speciality is PowerPoint. There you go. Like it all works. It actually becomes an academy. 
Because they already got Austin Theory. He's like that jock star athlete that doesn't actually go to class. Fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) Correct. But I'm trying to build the academy, Katie. That's all I'm trying to do. I'm just, I'm all about education. Chase Hoover self academy. Book it. Which one's better? If, if uh, Andre Chase came up to the main roster, what would you say happened on his first night? He, uh, he debuted it. I'll tell show. you all about education, Vince, because we've taught you that it's not debuted. That's not how you pronounce it. <laughs> yeah, it's that's debuted. Not how it's pronounced. I'm pretty debuted. sure it's debuted. I'm like 99. Would you like to ask your friends? <laughs> I, I've never heard the word debuted before. Thank you. It's Thank okay. You. It's okay. Everyone that, it, learns is eventually. That a, is that a Chicago thing or is that? It's like, not a Chicago thing. It's just a Vince thing. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> I can I can tell you that as someone who's in Chicago right now, it is not a Chicago thing. It's literally just a Vince thing, and we don't know why. Sure. All right, Ryland, spit or swallow. Um, I'm I'm swallowing Max Dupree leaving behind the male models. Uh, I always liked LA Knight. I thought it was a, a don't get me wrong. He's he's not a youthful guy, and he's probably not going to be world champion. I get that. But these utility guys in the mid card, like him and Robert Rude, they're they're necessary, and I like a guy like that to be, especially. And again, LA Knight's fun character. Like this guy can talk. He his his in ring stuff, depending upon who he's in there with, can be really good. Uh, and I, I like I really liked his stuff in Impact. He was world champion over there. So like, uh, I'm I'm for him leaving this kind of silly Vince McMahon stable behind. And and hopefully getting back to being you know this kind of like flashy cool loud guy. That's yeah, I'm yeah, swallowing all. Yeah. And doing it exactly the way you said it because when he took out uh, Mansois yeah. during their pose right before they beat the record of the longest pose in Canada or whatever the fuck they were talking about, he said maybe this was never really for me. Yeah. So that yeah. all of the hints that they've dropped in the weeks leading up to this, and then him finally being like, "Yeah, no, this is bullshit. And I should have never been doing this," but not like straight up saying that was fucking fantastic. I'm with you on that. Uh, it was just the slow build of us finally getting LA Knight back. Like him just saying, "I I don't remember like the exact quotes from anything." It was like, "There's a day, and then there's a night," and then he paused. And then when they were in LA, he said something about being back in LA. And then he paused. It's just little shit like they've been doing like that every week. And him getting pissed off with Maximum Models and his sister and everything like that. And then we got the yeah tonight. Oh, I'm so excited. I love LA Night. (laughs) So I'm excited for that as well. But I'm going to give some flowers to Maximum Maximum Male Models, man. Like, like they kept that pose. Like, Like, it's stupid. I'm not supposed to like it, but... God damn it, do I enjoy everything. There Mas is say no and fucking Mas way they stood there the whole time. I was gonna say well, you I don't believe actually believe that they kept that pose the entire show. There's no way. You gotta suspend your disbelief. <laughs> yeah. It's all about suspension of disbelief. You have to believe in kayfabe. If we don't believe in kayfabe, it's just madness. Madness, I see. <laughs> <laughs> Let me have my hopes and dreams, god damn it. Let no. me believe what I want to believe. No. Kyle, spit or swallow? Swallowing Imperium. My angry Euro boys are back. They're better than ever. 
Yes. I'm 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 fully here for it. The the symphonic music has returned. Uh, like maybe like 10 seconds the first 10 seconds of it maybe that's, Look, that's still fine it's I, just a remix know, yeah that's fine uh we, we knew they were going to remix it anyway but you know what it's it's good to see it's good to see them together again um i want to see i want to see i guess if he's going to be good through whatever i want to see him push to the moon yeah. i i'm it <sighs> There are so few people in WWE right now who could credibly take down Roman Reigns. And if you want to build somebody up as a potential one to do it, he's not a bad one to, to do it. I'm not so confident that it could be Gunther just because, I don't know, man. Like You also don't like Wardlow, so... Which I, what? I don't, I don't thank you. Wardlow. Listen, I don't. I don't like Wardlow's world, but Wardlow's cool as fuck. No, we had an entire fight with Vince last week because we wanted to name the show War Joe Fucks Hard, and he wouldn't make the thumbnail because uh, he didn't want difficult. to put over Wardlow. I was, I was just being difficult. Like you man. are always being difficult. You yes. exist difficult. No, but that's part of my charm. Do you know how hard he tried to convince me not to have Katie on the show this week? Oh, very. Are you fucking kidding me? He was text messaging me. He's like, so since we're having both members of Wednesday Night Wall up on, maybe it should just be us and not her. And we, I'm like, I told you, I'm not benching Katie. And he goes, but do you really want to do a five man show? I'm like, I'm gonna make it work. Don't worry, I got this. I'll make it work. He goes, I'm just saying, if she doesn't show up, I can go to SmackDown and I don't lose the race for Pornhub Pot. Like, yeah, no, it. The entire time in my text messages, just all trying to get you off the show this week. Oh, oh, I was. It's the way I should have beat your ass when I was in Chicago. Should have, would have, could have, but didn't. Bet you want me to come back? Go ahead. You ain't gonna do this. This is is the cinematic cinematic. You're watching, you're watching the slow my heel turn on the show. When Katie was in Chicago, she was in the chat while we were doing a show, and I begged her. Someone said they'd get her an Uber to go to Vince's house, Jesus, break the down way. the door, and super kick Vince in the middle of our show. It would have been the greatest moment in and wrestling I podcast said, in history. I, so throughout that day, I slowly was getting a headache, and it turned into a migraine because I didn't take care of it fast enough. So I literally was watching their show like in a hoodie, like zipped. I was in no mood to even leave my hotel room, let alone go beat Vince's ass like I should have. Uh, five oh, person well, show. Sorry, Jesus. Oh, well. uh, all right, Vince. So back to why you don't think that uh, Gunther is good enough to dethrone Roman Reigns. Oh, no. I didn't say he wasn't good enough. I just yes, you did. don't know if he'd be the one to do so. It's just, I don't know. It's just, it's weird because this just like, I don't have this confidence that they'll do right by Gunther. Like a lot of like international like wrestlers or like, like aside from like maybe like Canadians or like some Mexicans, like I don't like you. You like Shinsuke Nakamura as an example. Like he should have been the guy to take the title off AJ Styles. He never did, and I had more faith in 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 the Shinsuke. Like you look at like a Pete Dunne. Like I, I don't know. I'm just very skeptical. I I would have be mad a different person in charge making decisions now than you did when Shinsuke won the Royal. I understand Royal, Royal, Royal that. I, I 100% that. understand yeah. that. 100% Pete Dunne's only 20 too. Isn't he? Say what? I'm pretty sure Pete Dunn's still in his 20s, too. So I think there's lots of Pete Dunn time. 
He's still in his twenties. God damn, Kyle! Why you gotta make me feel old? <laughs> I should probably verify that before I just throw it out there. But Katie's still in her twenties too. I'm only twenty six. Yeah, but if Pete Dunn's only twenty two, god damn! Like, oh, not, I feel Dunn's like I'm gonna Dunn's grow gray hair. Pete Dunn's twenty eight. Yeah, Pete there's Dunn's no way he's twenty two. Come on, yeah, twenty eight. I was sounds about to reasonable. say Kyle. Kyle, Jesus, don't tell me that. Don't tell me that that man is 22 when he has more facial hair than me. Well, Max is... I might crawl Max up in the fetal position 26. in that corner and just cry myself to sleep if that's the case. <laughs> oh, man. So anyway, you don't think Gunther can... Or is going to be the one? Is going to be the one. I don't I don't think he would be the one. I, I. It might just be Cody. It might just be Seth. I'm I'm rooting for Sammy all the way. I want him to have his Kofi Daniel Bryan moment. Well, uh, I, since you brought him up, I uh, real quick because I wasn't going to do them, but I'm going to do one, maybe two, depending on if you guys bring it up. I'm swallowing Seth saying that he's not scared of Riddle because he has the one thing Riddle doesn't have a functioning brain. Because um, <laughs> he is my Messiah, he is my hero, he is my Seth Rollins. Also, uh, the fact that he decided he's just going to start kicking the shit out of all the bad dads, Matt Riddle, Ray Mysterio, like. One by one, taking out terrible fathers. Shout out to my hero, Seth Rollins. What a guy. And Ray's failure to be a good father and punish Dom is why he lost with a Peruvian necktie on Monday night. Yo, Raw. man, that, sh- that shit was sick. That was gnarly. Like, uh-huh. he already knocked his, his ass out. And it's like, I'm a choker ass now, too. Just he didn't saying. have to do that. He didn't have to do that. Bad Dad Slayer. Bad Dad Slayer. <laughs> Put that on the t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't come for poppies, because then me and Katie are going to be in trouble. <laughs> you can name the episode Bad Dad Slayer if you want. Bad Dad Slayer is a, is, a, is an option. It's an option. I have I like another it. contender, which okay. is Support a Dick. <laughs> support a dick I don't know if Support a Dick will work after we got in trouble for War Joe Fucks Hard. Remember, Travis, we got to be careful with how we name things going forward because no, now YouTube's looking at because us. Because Dick is also a national name. So you can't really get mad at that. <laughs> it could, we could be talking about. I'm sorry, are you trying to fight YouTube on that? Because I will, will fight they YouTube will on push this. Push you one because down hard. They don't know this. They could be. Like, there's Dick Grayson's. There are amazing dicks in the world, you know? And you have how to support about this? them. And you need to how fight about for that support. <laughs> you support a dick by spitting or swallowing. Uh, oh, that's a good question. You know what? Let me support the whole collection of Hit Row and versus Los Lotharios because I thought the match was fantastic. Top dollar. Again, feet of strength. Angel Garza ripping pants off. And, like, Umberto Carrillo looking fantastic. And so is B-Fab. Michael Cole, like, fangirling over B-Fab. And, like, like the whole segment was, was great. I liked it. It was a good match. Was I upset that Lotharios didn't pick up the win? Yeah. Well, am I surprised? No, because obviously you're building up uh you're building up hit bro. So I'm following so that Los, match. Los Lotharios never win. So I don't know why I'm you not, were surprised. Even in Hispanic months, they didn't win. I'm starting to feel like it's a conspiracy against Mexicans on WWE programming and all of wrestling actually, because like you saw Bandito lose to Jericho, and then you seen uh Lucha Bros losing week after week, except for winning the However, title. Shout out to AEW for listening to people like me and actually giving Bandito and CJ Parker promo packages so the puff they were and why I should care. <laughs> uh I guess. I guess. 
it was really nice to see CJ Parker. It's been years. I don't I now he's going by Rock Hard Juice Robinson and I, I feel like he has to be rock hard because he's dating Tony Storm. So like if you're not rock hard Juice Robinson, what are you doing? Like you're failing Tony Storm. I feel like that. I feel like that's why he has to be rock hard, man. No? Katie, spit or swallow. Thank you so much for ending that. Um, for the little bit we got of it on NXT, I I have to swallow Baby Steiner doing part of the Steiner math promo. I have to. Yep. He oh, sounded yeah. exactly like Scott, which threw me off. I was like, <laughs> stop. I don't like that. Ilya almost broke. JD McFunko had ass, could barely keep it together either. It and I'm happy he didn't do the full thing. Like, keep it short and sweet. Like, we knew it was coming at some point because he is baby Steiner. But it was just the nice little cherry on top. And plus, that triple threat's gonna be great. Cause I fucking love Ilya Dragonov. I love Brown Breaker. JD's there, so he's just I don't care about him. Big old head is there. Is George Lopez as a kid looking head ass is there, and I don't care. <laughs> yes, Matt. I don't know how it always works out this way, but somehow every week when I have something in my notes that I feel is special and needs to be highlighted on the show, as far as how I recap things in my own unique way, it you always seems Katie. to be something that Katie brings up. Um, <clears throat> so my notes have uh, swallow brawn likes European three ways. Uh, Ilya and JD McDun-dun-dun argue and trade insults. Ron says there's more than enough of the big bad booty breaker to go around. JD, dun-dun-dun. I like that one. It's amazing to me how that guy looks exactly like his dad and sounds exactly like his uncle. Like, it's he's the perfect combination of both of them. He is. He's great. I, I can't, like, I'm loving his run in NXT, but like, I, I really want him to come up. Like, I really want him to come up and just fuck shit up on the main roster. Just take he's, out everybody, drop everybody on their head. He's probably going to soon. He's pro- he might drop the title, I don't know to who, at Halloween Havoc. That would be a good way to bring him up after that or keep him there until whatever the fuck their next one is. I really want Metal to be the one to take the title off of him. So I kind of want to wait until after Halloween Havoc and he doesn't win the ladder match for the North American title and then he can transition to the main NXT title and he's the one that finally beats Braun. Since we didn't get Solo to beat Braun for the NXT title, I want it to be Mello. I also feel like European 3-Way should be a contender for the title this episode. European 3-Way. Okay, what was, okay let's, let's write these down because these are good. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know why you've never written these down. Well, usually these are in the comments section, and then I just like favorite them and highlight them. While that is going on, Rylan's bitter swallow. Oh, unless you had more, Katie. Did you have more? Because uh, your no. thing was your thing was Bron, which yeah, is yeah, Bron. Yeah, yeah. Because you yeah. look very confused, like I was skipping you. I was not mm, a lot. Yeah, no, didn't. <laughs> Rylan, I know you wouldn't. I know you wouldn't. Uh, Keith Lee doing very little, but making it very impactful on Dynamite this week. You had the backstage promo with the acclaimed and they're, you know, wild with Billy Gunn, scissoring left, right, and center. And Keith Lee comes in with his hoodie up and just basically says, yeah, me and Swerve are pissed because uh, Billy Gunn helped you guys out and you got carried. 
and and you know he's just he basically said we're, we're coming and i don't want to see that tag team split at all at all i i love keith lee i'd love to see him be a uh, single star same with swerve but like man keith lee is a heel ever since the pay-per-view like take all my money i love it he's so good at it he's so good at it so why like i, I almost kind of feel like if, if the acclaimed weren't in the position that they were in being over um it wouldn't have been the time to take the titles off them either like they were doing just fine like i enjoyed them as a team uh, I don't get me wrong. I'm looking forward to the feud eventually, but uh, no, I Keith Lee just showing up and, and basically saying we're coming this week. I swallowing that. I, yeah, I do also swallow the fact that Keith Lee announced that he is coming, uh, but I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to snowball. I'm going to snowball your swallow Rylan, and add shout out to national scissoring day next week. I'm excited for that. Like I'm excited for next week, Wednesday. I, I haven't gotten the I shirt, but I might. I don't know that I have ever had a bigger 180 on any wrestler or group than I have with the acclaimed. I was so against everything they were doing early on. And yeah, no, they won me over. It, it took a while, but yeah, I guess I, I can't deny at this point. It was the scissoring. Uh, everyone can win you over with a good scissoring. How how is it that Billy Gunn is over in 2022? Like this is it's insanity to me. But don't get me wrong, I love Billy Gunn. But oh man, it's 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 amazing. Anyone in here or anyone in the chat remember the other title that I had besides European Three Way? When Vince was like, "Oh, we should call it uh, Support a Dick," and I was like, "I don't know if we could do that." There was one I said, and I don't remember what it was. Oh, now I'm trying to remember because it was good. Chat, help us out here. Savannah, yeah, chat help, help us, us out, out here. Jesus. Um, I'm with you. Scissor orgy? Heel Keith Lee would be... It was not Scissor Orgy. Heel Keith Lee would be fantastic. Um, I've also, much like Kyle, done a complete 180 on the acclaimed. I thought it was the dumbest fucking thing. I thought it was terrible. Now I fucking love them. I want to scissor everyone that I see. I'd scissor <laughs> Anthony Bowens. I'd scissor Daddy Ass. Everyone but Vince gets scissored. Um, so I am with both of you on both of those points. Uh, anyone else got anything on that no, before no. I go to Kyle? That was Kyle's. No, that was bad dad slayer. Bakley said That's... it. Bad dad slayer. Yes, bad, bad dad slayer. slayer. Thank you, Bakley. Thank you, Bakley. Well, see, I hadn't Bakley. gone to Kyle. So oh, I wasn't okay. going to count that as Kyle's because that's how the show works is I say spit or swallow and then someone spits or swallows Vince and everything else is just part of the conversation that we're having until I move on to the next guest. I don't know how we've been doing this. We are on episode 263 and you haven't figured out the format yet. So Kyle, spit or swallow? Um, I have to swallow the, the best developing love story in wrestling, which is... Uh, William Regal being hot for Excalibur on commentary. Yes. 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 <laughs> this week featuring the uh, him wanting to snap, crackle, and pop him. Um, Wait, snap, crackle, and pop me should be a title. <laughs> <laughs> um, which I the the joy is only compounded by then having to listen to Tony Schiavone and Taz try to bring oh, it back and just. 
be completely unable to. Um, William Regal is doing some fantastic work, and it is it is great to see. Listen, it is my favorite thing in AEW. I don't give a fuck about anything else. I William Regal thirsting over Excalibur, man with a mask, is my. It gives me so much happiness. When he didn't do it for two weeks, I was like, is is William okay? <laughs> like, is someone check on him? Is he, does he have a fever? He's not flirting with Excalibur. I'm scared. Um, it's th- that Rice Krispie line. He said, you can snap, crack, and pop me any way you want. And called him sweetheart at the end, too. I was like, where is this energy? All men have this energy for your partner in any Vince, capacity. you can snap, crackle, and pop me anytime you want. But I can't scissor you, yeah, sweetheart. There you go. But I can't scissor you. No. No, that's too um, But it's everything, everything he has said. He said something about, I shit you not, being a mouthful later on in the night. But it was during the commercial breaks. So only people who don't get the commercial breaks saw it. Um, but I saw it on Twitter and I busted out laughing because it's it's just so innocent ish and pure and happy like yeah. the love the love between them like it's it may fuck off don't give me a face it's, <laughs> it's legitimately my favorite it's lost at this point it's a, I it wanted, there weren't two people on tv i've wanted to see fuck more than excalibur <laughs> and william regal <laughs> since indian dexter so yeah. which they almost did while simultaneously persia parada and uh, Duke Hudson did it on the other side of the ring. I would watch that too, and I would watch Excalibur and William Regal mask and all. Hundred percent. So he needs the mask; like he can't take that off. Oh no, no, no! no that's actually you know what that that would ruin a category it. as well. You know, the like, mask maybe... on. <laughs> it's kind of like when Joker and the Batman fight each other. Joker never wants to take off the mask of Batman because then it ruins the mystery. That's part of the fun. That's part of the kink. You know what else is part of the fun and part of the kink, Vince? What? When you spit or swallow. I'm going to... Transitions. Matt, this is for you, man. I was going to let you talk about this one, but can we all just swallow the second biggest swallow of the week? Shotzi Blackheart and her tank have returned. Full entrance and all. The helmet, everything, the howl. Go off, Matthew. Go off, man. The biggest swallow of 2022 is the return of Shotzi Blackheart's motherfucking tank. I was distraught, dismayed, and broken when they took it. It hurt me to my core, and there have been whispers in the wind that it was coming back, and I've been waiting and waiting anxiously, like we all are for when William Regal says things to Excalibur on Dynamite. For it to happen, and tonight I was finally given the satisfaction, the gratification of getting my fucking tank. Like it's not even her tank anymore; it's my fucking tank. Like it's it's my tank, and I wanted it back, and I I got it back. There, nothing. Stone Cold WrestleMania, fuck that. Uh, AEW matches, Brian Danielson versus whoever the fuck, fuck that. Shotzi in a tank, biggest swallow of 2022. If we did Smack and Raw podcast awards at the end of the year. I don't. Nobody gets a vote. That gets biggest swallow of the year, hands down. The return of the tank. 
Winnipeg's a, ma- a magical place. Magical things happen in Winnipeg, man. We got Johnny Gargano in Canada. We got Candice LeRae in Canada. We got a fucking tank in Canada. Yeah. Happy October. <laughs> fucking Jesus in the chat is like very excited about October. <laughs> He congratulated Katie for being in October an hour before us. Yeah. Would anyone because... else like to bask in the glory of Shotzi's tank? It is a great tank. She needed it. it. She was lost. I mean, it's the only tank that has a dildo launcher, and for that, it's my favorite tank. Now it has pyro. Yes. Pyro and a dildo launcher. Can't beat it. It's a hot <laughs> dildo. It's a... <laughs> yeah. Thank yeah, you for that, Vince. Thank you. Uh, Katie, spit or swallow. Um, I'm going to spit everything Joe, Wayne, Gacy, and Schism. I don't give a fuck. I, I've never liked Joe, Wayne, Gacy. Um, everything, I didn't like the vibes I got before he decided to be a creepy youth pastor. Um, the only thing I kind of like about Schism, and it's not very big, um, the person in the red hoodie that keeps appearing. I don't know if anybody else has caught it. Uh, this person, which we're now thinking is a female, and the people I've seen are saying it's uh, Isla Dawn. Um, or Tegan Knox, but that's that gets my hopes too far up. So, Or the ghost of Tegan Knox's knees. The ghost Stop of it. Knox's knees. <laughs> Not the ghost of Tegan Knox's knees. She passed that be. ghost to Statlander. Listen, I have I said on numerous podcasts and numerous occasions that Statlander got Tegan Noxed. You're hurting me. You hurt my heart today. I'm sorry. I think you just Tegan Noxed Kyle. I'm so sorry. (laughs) You Tegan Noxed his heart. I I don't know why you sounded surprised, Vince. I've said it on multiple shows, including my own, which you say you're a fan of. So, <laughs> no, I, I know, I know, but like, way you infected Kyle and Brandon. <laughs> oh, that, that's your co host down there. That's your co host. I'm not talking, I'm not talking about that right now. Tanegan, um, <laughs> you guys are Tanegan. fucked up, but anyways, the red hoodie, like, they're wearing like a mask, so you can't tell who it is. It has like a creepy smile painted on it. They've been in the crowd. Every time schisms in the ring, um, which I missed on the it podcast this past in the week. crowd. No, they've been on your podcast in the crowd. Shut up! Let me talk. Um, but it's just subtle little things with this red hoodie. I don't know. Maybe at Halloween Havoc, if Schism and whatever Joey and Gacy, if they have something for Halloween Havoc, then maybe this red hoodie will announce themselves or show them show their face. And then we can get something cool out of it, hopefully. I don't really have my hopes that high. But if it's another female, fuck yeah. Let's go. Add more women to the roster. Because NXT's got a damn good roster of women right now. I concur. Uh, Also, real quick tack on before we go to Ryland. Um, I I have decided, because I am with you, except I was a fan of Joe Wayne Gacy. I was a fan. I wanted him to host Halloween Havoc. I wanted him to be outside in an unmarked van. I wanted Harlan, before he went and did stupid shit in AEW, to kidnap people and drag them into Joe Wayne Gacy's van. That because 
uh, schism has ruined this whole thing for me. I'm dropping the Wayne from his name. He is no longer Joe. He's just Joe Gacy, like they call him. He's not Joe Wayne Gacy anymore because he's not that creepy serial killer stalker guy. Now he's just a youth pastor, and I'm not feeling it. So he he has lost the privilege of being called Joe Wayne Gacy. You know, you know how hard it's going to be for me to like not call him that though. I'll remind you. I'll remind Thank you. Thank you. Thank uh, you. Also, Vince, I sent you a timestamp because I forgot to tell you, and I'm going to tell you like three weeks ago that I need you to just like pick something in the show and then keep a timestamp of something that Travis can cut out and post as like a YouTube clip, which is really actually hard because you guys have been fantastic. The chat has been fantastic. And this has been a fun ass, funny ass show. So picking something is going to be really hard. We might have to pick a few. So thank you. Wednesday night wallop, Katie, Vince and the chat for making this such a fun night. Support a dick, man. That's all you got to do. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> Ry- Ryland Spitterswallow. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna swallow the Moxley and uh, Rock Hard Juice Robinson match this week. I enjoyed it. I enjoy Moxley, and I, I those guys have history, so they, they they know how to work each other. I mean, like you didn't need to bleed, but whatever. Like that's Moxley. That that's that's what he does. He bleeds when it's un, unnecessary all the time. Uh, but no, I, I I like these two, and it. I mean, like I, I'm also gonna swallow the the uh, report that looks like Juice Robinson might have a job. It's always nice to see, you know, like him do, or be able to work with his wife. You know, like I would like to see those two do like a you know a couple's gimmick, like because Tony Storm's fine, but like I think her and Juice together as this like you know evil power couple would be fun. Like Triple H, Steph, early two thousands kind of shit. Oh, I don't think I don't think I don't think he's that rock hard, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> not the way I thought you were taking that. Okay, um, I, I love how but, Wednesday Night Wallop has like really like warmed up to like the the <laughs> essence and the spirit of the show. You love to see it. You love to see it. To be uh, fair, feel- going back and watching early two thousand stuff gets me rock hard still. So shout out to early two thousand. Oh, same crazy. Uh, no, I'm with you. Uh, I I am not a New Japan fan. Uh, surprise to everyone, I will actually be doing an episode of Brain Buster Boys this Sunday where I have to talk about three New Japan matches that I actually had to go watch. So if you want to hear me talk about New Japan and review New Japan, there you go. You can go check out the Brain Buster Boys when the episode drops. Three matches that I will give you my opinion on. I'm going to save all of that for there, so I'm not no spoilers. However... Uh, so I didn't like I knew that Juice Robinson was over there. I I hear things. I hear everything. I'm vaguely aware. So I knew like he was Juice Robinson. He wasn't CJ Parker anymore, even though I decided to keep calling him CJ Parker because that's how I know him. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, like it was a good match. It was a surprisingly good match. And I think I agree that they could be a fun group. And all... I need to see more from him to see Amazing how I bro. feel about yeah, see, I need more. Promo. So to really get a gauge on him, however, what you talked about, pairing them together, all of that is enticing. You give me a little more, and I may be I may be on the rock hard train. Has <laughs> helped for his memory. I think it has. Seriously, how did Brett pull that off? It, it took a Noki dying. It did Jeez. take actually no. We'll, we'll we'll go with that. In honor oh, of Antonio Noki, I'm actually gonna talk New Japan. Yeah, in honor of. Yes. 
Kyle, spit or swallow? Um, this is a little moment in a match, but I, I do have to swallow. Um, it was a short match to uh, Ricky Starks and Elias, and it was basically a squash match. But I don't know if I've ever seen a pinfall pop the wrestler who was getting pinned before. <laughs> but Ricky Starks doing like a sitting pinfall on top of Elias, and even by the time he got to three, he was bursting out laughing, and I I got a kick out of that. So I guess I guess this is going to be. I don't know if he's going to, if he's stealing Nikita Lyons's stick uh, now, but I'd be fine with that too. It's. I like when people edited the um, Mario boing onto it. <laughs> I saw so many clips of that on Twitter, oh, that's fantastic. which that made me laugh much harder because the pin itself is just fucking ridiculous, but it works because it's Ricky Starks. Yeah, like that's that's the thing is it wouldn't work for a lot of wrestlers, but he's just silly enough to pull it off. Exactly. Who has a better pin, Ricky Starks or Thakita Lions? Thakita. I think the best pin is Rhea Ripley. Just lift those legs oh, over those shoulders. True facts. It's Rhea Ripley. I mean, I, I, mean I, will, I will also put in. I'll put in a word for for Wardlow, who's literally selling shirts. You're right. I agree. I like both answers. Both See, people. I can't go with Wardlow because he pins people when they're face down, and I just can't support that. That's not how pinning works. <laughs> I, I pointed that out on a show when we did when we did cover that one, but. I, I have since let it go. Like I get pin me war daddy. I, I'm all for that. However, pin me on my back, not my face. Never mind. I'm just gonna keep my mouth shut. <laughs> I'll say it for Katie. You can pin me however you want, Wardlow. It doesn't matter what way you have me. Oh my god, it's so crazy that you know me so well. <laughs> <laughs> Do you oh think before god. he gets uh, in bed, he does the 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 fucking Wardlow thing. <laughs> he should. <laughs> Probably, I would. I, I bet Vince would. does too, though. He does. Uh, well, <laughs> see, Vince. Vince is a closet Wardlow fan. Yeah. He walks around. He makes Melissa call him War Daddy when they're at home. All of these things. <laughs> then he comes to the podcast. He's like, I fucking hate that guy. He he sucks. He's not the next Batista. He's trash. Well, I never say he sucks. I just don't like him. He's not the next Batista. I see him more of a Ryback wrestler. Oh, no, no, no. Wow. See, your friends are turning against you now. And dark time. With with that, I am going to uh, give everyone one more round of spits and swallows. So everyone pick the one thing you want to spit or swallow the most. Next, mostly because Vince has to be up in three hours, and I promised him I would end it by one o'clock. So, yeah. uh, I will start with Vince, and then I'll go Katie, and then Ryland, and we'll finish with Kyle, and then we'll plug everyone's shit, and we'll close the show out. So, Vince, your last spit or swallow. Can I swallow that we're finishing with Kyle? Uh, I... <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> no, but in all honesty, uh, it's probably the only spit aside from Jericho the whole week. Like, I know we have this like playful, like back and forth on the show, but the 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 injury that looks like to the Don of NXT, D'Angelo, uh, Tony D'Angelo. Um, you never want to see anyone get injured. Am I glad that Wesley is in the match? Yeah, but do I want it because of these circumstances? No. So, uh, 
as a as a Chicagoan that's had to see athletes get hurt over and over, there it goes, and now Lonzo Ball. I never want to see that on anyone's favorite athlete or individual. So, spitting the fact that uh, Tony D'Angelo is out of action. I'm spitting the fact that this is Matt Riddle's fault. <laughs> Always is. Uh, Matt do kids. tell, do tell Matt. The curse of Riddle is real, and as we know, Matt's shitty kids, MSK, uh, are byproducts of the curse of Riddle. And now the curse of Riddle has spread to Wesley being unsafe and injuring my Don, my hero of NXT, taking him out of action. Uh, and that is a huge spit for me. As a fellow Italian from Chicago, there is no one in NXT I support more than Tony D'Angelo. And Wesley going out there and causing this injury because of the curse of Riddle <laughs> is a huge spit. Yeah, like you never like seeing the ref throw up the X because that's when you know like shit's like not good. And obviously like they recorded last week and this week together <sighs> in the same day. So the fact that like this news has been out for a while, but seeing it kind of just like jolts you a little bit. Cause it looked like it was his knee and knee injuries fucking suck. Oh my god, Tony also got Tegan Noxed. Fuck. Tony got Tegan Damn Noxed. it. Uh, I'd say he was a casualty of the curse. I wouldn't say it got passed to him, Jesus. Yeah, casually. That's a good word. Katie, spit or swallow. Fuck. Um I'm gonna swallow Willow Nightingale versus Jamie Hader on Rampage. Women, two women who are fantastic and very over. The fact that Willow doesn't have an actual contract yet pisses me the fuck off. What is the holdup? Sign her, if it, please. If it doesn't happen next week, Tony Khan, catch the hands. He couldn't As he afford because he had to get Soraya. That's some bullshit. <laughs> Let someone else go. Like it doesn't. Like she's so good. I love her. She's just a ball of happiness, literally smiling the whole time, and then just gets fucking rage, and it's incredible. And that match was good. It did what it needed to do. It set up the triple threat for next week on the anniversary show. It it was such a good match. And Rampage, 9 times out of 10, doesn't really do it for me, but like I watch it. I was very much paying attention to that match. Because you, you heard the crowd... Very much equal on both. Jamie Hayter's getting over. Over Brit, as she should. I just... Well, that's also true. Um, He will fuck it up, as he does. But I'm gonna... I'll do the tagline. I'm gonna let it play out. Yeah. We'll see. You guys got any thoughts on Willow versus Jamie before... Willow's fantastic. Jamie's fantastic. They, they, like, I, I didn't see the match per se, but uh, I, number one, the fact I didn't even I didn't realize she wasn't signed. That's that to me is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Like, it, even at least to Ring of Honor, like for yeah. for, for God's sakes, like I, I no, I, I I agree with you. She's she's great, and and Jamie Hader, like, that's a that's a world champion waiting to happen. Oh yeah, for sure, guaranteed. Willow Nightingale has made every segment that she has been in better. Yeah. Like it, it, the fact that she remains, yeah. Uh, uh, she should be being pushed to to the moon. 
because uh, she is fantastic. To the moon. I can't remember. Fuck camograms. Uh, <laughs> spit or swallow. I'm gonna. I started with a spit, and I'll end with a spit. Uh, why the fuck are we doing private party going back together with Matt Hardy? Like, no, no. Listen, I, why? Firstly, who remembered that Andrade still had the contracts of the Butcher and the Blade and Private Party? Because they haven't been linked in a long time, with the exception of like a, a battle royale that they, they fucked around in. Like, so all I thought was he was hanging out with Roosh now, and that was that. Now, now suddenly he, he still has their contracts and they're kind of pissed off. And Matt's all like, I'm clear headed now. I'm I don't care about the money anymore. I just want to help you. And I'm like, no, fuck off. Like, let them be private party. Private party's fun. If so you're clear-headed yeah. and you want to help somebody go help your brother um yeah <laughs> god damn <laughs> what i will say is the only reason that the butcher and blade are back on tv is because i said that Allie was the white rabbit and they're trying to cover it up yeah because <laughs> where's Allie? where's Allie been that's a good question it's all coming together damn it matt he's cracking. yeah through. i don't need matt Hart. like I am not a Jeff Hardy fan. I've made that very clear. Him and Matt Riddle and Hulk Hogan are the three at the top of my list of people that I just don't fuck with um, for various reasons. However, uh, so I've always been a Matt Hardy fan over Jeff Hardy, and I know I'm one of like three people in the world that feel that way, uh, and I'm okay with that. However, I don't need to see Matt Hardy anymore. Uh, if we've talked about the ghosts of Tegan Knox's knees repeatedly, um someone needs to finish his knees off because they're on there he's he's literally on his last legs like he's, he walks around like great muda like yeah exactly yeah. anyone else got anything on matt hardy and private party and just uh, don't do it don't, don't do it, it. <laughs> make smart choices they all right do that over there. kyle finish us off spit or swallow uh, it's sort of tagging along with what Ryan was talking about, but I'm going to swallow private party getting opportunities again. I, I Again, yes, keep him away from Hardy. Keep him away from Matt Hardy. That did not work, and it, I don't think it would work again. But if it, uh, those two in the acclaimed at the pay-per-view take my money. That'd be cool to see. That'd be cool to see. That it was weird mad. how far they've fallen from like when Night or Dynamite debuted to now. Like they beat it's the Bucks like second week, didn't they? Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. When and they debuted, they were what the acclaim are now. They were like the hottest young up and coming tag team. And then what? Top Flight took their spot, and then Top Flight had injury issues and just fell the fuck apart. And then mm-hmm. the acclaimed finally got appreciated for just doing the same shit they've been doing since the beginning, and we just kind of started liking it all of a sudden one day. I think for me, for Private Party turning them heel felt so desperate because they were so they were so over and you just needed to book them well i I, they they have an amazing move set they're incredibly athletic they're both they're both uber talented mark quinn had that solo match against uh cody when he was doing his open challenge for the tnt title that was fire Mm -hmm. too uh like it's for those guys it's not hard just have them do cool athletic stuff and let them win matches. See, for a company that's all about tag teams, they're not, and they really haven't been doing a good job showcasing multiple tag teams at once. 
You have FTR who have eight sets of belts, basically, and are off defending those elsewhere, so they're not on TV. You have the Acclaimed, obviously. Um, Lee and Swerve. The Bucks are suspended, because people like to bite and fight. Um, Private Party, who are just now coming back into the fold. Botcher and Bland, who... Why are they still there? I did and, love that they threw in that little insult about how his band broke up. <laughs> they did. They did do that. Um, but then the Dark Order, but that's really it. Well, yeah. John Silver's a star. He can go wherever. Yes, yes. But that's really all you have kind of showcased. And the Lucha Bros are off in the trios thing now, so like mm-hmm. you, you've lost them from from the tag division. And I guess that's the only trap of the trios thing too, is because now you get, need to have tag teams doing that thing as well. So mm-hmm. yeah, and it's tough. if it's done correctly, this is how you utilize all this excess amounts of tag teams. Is you make some trios while you some focus on the main tag titles, and then you just. They intertwine. They inter- they change spots. You know how you a wheeler utilize. <laughs> That's for Justin if he's still here. That that like he I think you might have left. Uh, all <laughs> right. It is now the time of the show where Wednesday Night Wallop gets to tell everyone where they can find them on Twitter and social media and find your podcast and a little bit about yourself. So. Rylan and or Kyle, however you guys want to do it, please plug your show, plug yourselves. We didn't prepare for this at all. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> you want to find all, any of our social medias uh, at WN Wallop on Twitter, WN Wallop on Instagram, Wednesday Night Wallop on Facebook. If you want to follow us there, just look for myself and Kyle's name. It's, it's black and yellow. It's it's pretty easy to find. Uh, myself on Twitter, it's at RYAM Sport Report. And if you want to find the podcast, we're on Spotify, we're on Deezer, we're on Amazon Music. Uh, Podbean is kind of like our home base, that's, that's where everything gets distributed. Um, and yeah, so you just, just follow us there. And and I, I, I really appreciate you guys having us on. This was this was fantastic, a lot of fun. Bucket list item of the year that I wanted to check off, and I'm glad I got to do it today. Absolutely, absolutely, Kyle. Uh, if you want to, for some reason, follow me on Twitter, uh, you can do so. It is at Legendary KJ. That is L E R E G E N D A R Y K J. Um, yeah, it's it's this and, and curling. That's what I'm doing on Twitter. So, Kyle's got some hot curling takes. Okay, <laughs> interesting. Hot curling takes could also be a title oh, of this episode. Hot curling oh, takes. Oh. Oh Canada. Oh Canada. Oh, oh Canada. Hardest working woman in wrestling podcast today, Miss Katie Kinsey Bay Bay. Plug yourself for everyone watching. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Katie Wrestling13. Link to my body galloping Sheelite Showcase. Twitch.tv slash Sheelite Showcase, typically Thursday, 6 p.m. Eastern. Except this week we're going Wednesday after Dynamite because Savannah's going to California. Uh YouTube.com slash Sheely Showcase. I would say watch the videos because they're way more entertaining. Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, if you like to listen. Sheely Showcase is kind of just like the brand. So it's the weekly show. Inside the Mind of is an interview series I do where I interview people in podcasting and the wrestling community. Matt and Vince have both been on. Um, do I have an episode for Monday? Not yet. I will. I'll figure it out. 
Uh, don't Just give me, me again. No. <laughs> no. Well, it possible. If it comes out of it, I might have to. Um, <laughs> we'll talk. Uh, and the crowd is on hiatus until Justin can figure out what the hell's happening with Getcho. My co-host, Savannah, who's been in the chat the whole time, has a show, New Japan Takeover, which talks about all things New Japan, and will now have a whole sub-show about Dynamite and AEW called Light the Fuse, which will be debuting next week. So, Vince? Speaking, uh, yeah, so you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at SES Vince. Obviously, the link trees in my bio will take you to everything straight talk. Spare Swallow and Creation World. I haven't dropped the Straight Talk episode in about a month, but with the NBA season coming up, I'm going to a Bulls game next week, so I might be talking about that. So just go ahead and subscribe, follow, download everything there if you like the sports ball. If not, and you want me, you want to listen to me talk more wrestling, we're going to be doing the Spare Swallow. Spare Swallow is coming back. We're going to be doing a live Spare Swallow recap for Extreme Rules, either right after the show or the Sunday evening afterwards. So stay tuned for next week. Uh, Extreme Rules, Spare Swallow. So, yeah. And as always, you can follow me at my readers at M-A-T-T-R-I-D-D-R on Twitter only. And now officially, uh, instead of Smack and Raw Pod, you can follow Getting Offed, which is the new horror podcast that we will be doing starting on Tuesday, possibly next week depending on when justin gets back to me uh this week it'll be me justin and katie we will be talking chucky uh all things chucky including season one in anticipation of the season two premiere on thursday next week so if you are a horror movie fan uh the sixth right i thought it was the fifth i'm pretty sure it's the sixth katie okay well i'll just go fuck myself then whatever if you do can you please do it on porn up for us I heard that, and we're going to fight, Vince. I told you. I warned you. Anyway, uh, you can follow at Getting Off on Twitter only as well. Creation World is the banner under which the Smack and Raw podcast exists, and you can follow them at creationworld.com, linktree slash creationworld, on Twitter and Instagram at It's Creation World, I-T-S-C-R-E-A-T-I-A World, and facebook.com slash creationworld. We also have a Facebook group. It's facebook.com slash group slash Smack and Raw. So anything you want Smack and Raw, anything you want getting it off, getting off, and anything you want Creation World, you can find there and like Vince said in his link tree and then we have link trees as well. You know where to find me. You know where to find it. So for our new friends from the Wednesday Night Wallop, Rylan and Kyle, Daddy Delgado and Miss Katie Kinsey, baby. I am the patron saint of podcasting, the Warden Bat Ritter, and this has been the number one wrestling podcast on Pornhub, the Smack and Raw podcast. There you go. Bye.